So we're rolling now, huh? We're rolling now. Feels like, it feels like I always do that because I hate jumping into like, the, oh, what's up, y'all? You know what I mean? Nope. I just, the whole yeah. point is that we can jump right into it with the, oh, what's up, y'all? No, that wouldn't make any sense. It's because you never, you never remember what to say. That's why you don't remember. I do remember because I just said it, proven to you. So you didn't say it. You haven't said it. Shut up. Um, You haven't said it. Say it. I dare you. I dare you to say it. What's up, y'all? It's your co-host Aaron Bob back at it again with another episode of the In and Out Podcast. Uh, There you go. We're. uh, as uh, George Strait would say, would say we are D R A G N Dragon. We're dragging a little bit we're today. Dragging a little bit. No, this how I'm doing. Well, honky time. Well, honky tonk. Well, country vibe in there. Yeah. Um, you guys are about to hear a great interview. Um, it wasn't. Well, you're like, not supposed to tell them. You're not oh, supposed to tell oh, them. Oh, oh, what we got, Robbie? What we got there? Uh, we got the Dylan Metella interview. It was a pretty good interview. I really liked it. Um, cool guy. You met him originally. Where'd you meet him? I met him at a field uh, after he was just throwing a bullpen. I was going to hit live on him that day. We took live on him another day. Well, I was going to that day, but actually, Rami, I didn't have, um, what's it called? What didn't I have? I didn't have a helmet with me. That's the word. Didn't have a helmet with me. Unprepared. But we took live off him. Nice guy. Um, he was he didn't have his like crazy velo there yet, but he had his stuff. Um, but I've kept up with him a little bit. We've been talking a little bit about um, just some different stuff in terms of like recruiting process, and he's just taking a look at a couple things for me. But and uh, he has a cool story. Yeah, for sure about Furman. From Furman that that getting cut. But we talked a lot about um, his kind of high school experiences his travel ball experiences and it was honestly just a great interview. It was fun yeah. having him on. Um, he were tired and he's a super like chill guy. You know what I mean? So the energy wasn't at its peak, but we were able to kind of, I mean, I don't know. I think I didn't notice that. I think, uh, I well, think we, 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 we were on beach time. You were the one who was wrong. You know, both right, me and Dylan trip. were both at the beach. You, you're just, Wrong vibe. I think I'm just kind of like, let's get it going, end of the week type stuff. I guess I am on a wrong vibe. I, I think to you, it doesn't even feel like Friday. For me, it feels like the end of the week. I don't know what day it is, what time it is. It's just Love beach that. time. Love that. Don't with your time. bucket hat. Um, you're just chilling. Beach time. You you didn't want to call this afternoon because... I did. I did. I just... Last day at the beach, I wanted to enjoy it, you know? But you had to interrupt. Came here. Got it done. Now I got to edit. Then I'll, then I'll go out for the last few hours of the beach, you know? Well, we got the work in. Um, we got the, we got the, what we needed to do. Hopefully, this should be dropping. by. Fr- I mean, we recorded this Friday afternoon or Friday evening. It's going to drop tonight. Um, Shabbat Shalom, everybody. Shabbat Shalom, everyone. Enjoy this interview. Enjoy the interview. What did you say? You want to send them out? Um... Yeah, I think I should. I mean, if you want to, you can. No, go for it. Interview starts now. Um, all right, Dylan Mattella on the pod today. You want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so my name's Dylan. Um, this past year, I previously went to uh, Furman University. Um, I played baseball there. And I mean, as everybody probably knows, the program got cut. Um, so that was definitely a, an interesting first year for baseball. Um, I'm now at Georgia State, and I'll be continuing to play there. Okay. Um. So you want to kind of run us through like everything from like when you started playing to your kind of high school career to your recruiting process. Yeah. So I mean, I've been playing baseball my whole life, like ever since I ever since I remember, and um, I basically just I liked it a lot because like I used to play football, and then I basically stopped playing football just to focus on baseball. Mm-hmm. And that was right before high school started. So then um, I basically took that. And then like freshman year of high school, I tried out for the team. Um, made the freshman team. I mean, I was back. I used to play third base. When did you start travel ball? Before high school or? 
yeah. I mean, I was playing travel ball. I want to say like 13 years when I started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of guys I mean, I start, we talked to say that. Yeah. Like about the, right like, yeah. I mean, like an all-star team. And then basically just after that, I just started mm-hmm. playing travel ball. So, um, yeah, I didn't really pitch a ton like my freshman year um, of high school. And then my sophomore year, like, like freshman in between freshman and sophomore, like the summer, like travel ball. Like I pitched a little bit. My coach, we had like some coaching problems with the team. Mm-hmm. Like we only had one coach. He didn't even like come all the time. So it was like there. And then basically going into sophomore year, I started at third for J- for like the JV team at Milton. And mm-hmm. then um, basically like I didn't pitch too much. I pitched a little bit. And then, uh, basically after my sophomore year is when I kind of like turned around and just like became a PO and then just started like working on, uh, just pitching itself. So like my, sorry, what were you saying? I was just going to say like, so like my first two years of high school, I was just kind of having like some underlying like injuries Mm -hmm. with like my, my legs and stuff. And then finally, like that was better after sophomore year going into like my upperclassman years. Okay. Um, and like, when did you, or what made you decide that you wanted to be a PO? Um, I mean, honestly, it was just like, I just didn't like hitting that much. <laughs> like, <laughs> like That's it's just, yeah. basically it. Like I liked, like I liked fielding and like hitting was like fun when kids were throwing like 70, but then it was just like, I was just kind of like, eh, like I don't really want to hit anymore. So and did you, yeah, I might just yeah. stop hitting and start throwing <laughs> Yeah, if I could go back, that's what I would do. I, I would just become a PO, get my arm really strong. How how strong was your arm at that time after sophomore year, though? I mean, I still like even in like freshman sophomore year, like I, my coaches would always put me at third. Or, like I, used mm-hmm. to, I mean, I, I played outfield like a long time ago, but I would play like those positions just because like my coaches would always be like, "Oh, you have like a good arm, like we'll put mm-hmm. you there because like, throw and everything." So like okay. I don't know I've kind of always had like a strong arm I guess. So yeah. yeah. Do you kind of do you know any velo or metrics from like did you have like a big jump in velo that kind of helped you with recruiting or what kind of propelled your recruiting process? Yeah, so I mean my so I guess my freshman year like I would I think I was I think I touched eighty like once my okay. freshman year a couple times and then my sophomore year. I was up to 83 during high school. And then I think I was, or I guess, yeah, at high school tryouts, I was up to 83. And then I remember summer before junior year, I want to say I was like 85. And then basically I, I think I hurt my shoulder and then took a couple months off and then came back and I was 91 to 93. I mean, oh my god, so, I mean, that's yeah. that's uh, pretty nice. Um, out of nowhere, so like, I mean, even like my sophomore year, like I wasn't really talking to any schools or anything. Like mm-hmm. the summer going, summer going into junior year, like I was talking with uh, with my coach, trying to like for summer, trying to like have some schools come out and watch and stuff. Because yeah. that's really when I started like sending emails. Yeah, and then like, especially after I like hit like I went to. I went to a showcase and hit 89 and tied like the showcase record. So then I started getting like a bunch of emails for that. And it just kind of, it kind of just went from there. And then after tryouts, when I was up to low nineties, it was kind of just took off. Yeah. And was there anything in your like training regimen that like helped you jump velo wise or anything that you, you saw like, Oh, this was a big thing once I got to high school. Nothing yeah, I mean, I guess the biggest thing. I mean, I started lifting. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's of like, course, I mean, it's a, yeah, it's like a basic answer. But I mean, honestly, I just started lifting, and I got. I mean, I got a lot stronger. Like for my, I'm trying to think. So from my sophomore to junior year, I put on 20 pounds, mm-hmm. and then my that's junior big. To, yeah, my junior to senior year, I think I put on close to another 20 pounds, and then from my senior year to freshman year. Like this college, I put on almost another twenty pounds. Like I was, like I was, I was like, I was, I was small. I was like super skinny. 
Who did you work out with and like what kind of workout plans did you have when you were here? Was it like a self thing or did you have a coach kind of walking you through all that? It was, uh, I mean, it was kind of both. Like I have like some equipment in my house Mm -hmm. that I would use. So I kind of like go through that. And then I worked out at Rapid for a while. What's that? Rapid sports performance for like two years and like Alpharetta. Oh, Wiener recommended them for like. Yeah. 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 So I had, I had a trainer there. Basically, I was just with him. Um, I mean, it was a lot of lower body mostly. Makes sense. I would just do kind of like upper body, like at my house and stuff like that. Yeah. Just kind of do that. But yeah, I mean, from like a baseball perspective, I mean, I guess just like long tossing was like, Mm -hmm. that's like one of the big things that I, that I like try to always do. Just like, I'm like big believer in long toss. See, like, that's pretty interesting because we've had guys on this podcast and they're like, but they're like, all I do is pull down, all I do is weighted balls. And then we've talked yeah. to some guys, it's like, all right, my goal is just a long time, three times a week. And that helped me get, I remember in one of our first episodes, Stephen Kness said, yeah, he just hit 93 off of just, um, just lifting and long tossing. So there's definitely different ways to do it. Yeah. And it's, it's honestly just like what you like. Cause I mean, you obviously can't have everybody doing the same thing. Yeah. Like my big thing has always just been like long toss and, just, I mean, that's about it. Just long tossing once or twice a week and trying yeah. to kind of go in there. Like I've done, I've done weighted balls. I did like a weighted ball program once for a couple weeks. I think is what it was. That was my junior year. Like a pull down program or like the drive line stuff? Um, I'm trying to think. It was for, it was for the jackets, Georgia jackets. Mm-hmm. Um, they had like a little camp for it. I mean, at the end, we, we like, we did like a pull down in the beginning and a pull down at the end. Just okay. to like, Okay. Like and everything, but yeah, that's a good that's a good segue. So, like, you want to kind of walk us through who you play travel ball for and what kind of coaches like you help you with like the whole recruiting kind of stuff. Yeah, so um, I guess the travel the travel team that like I started out on was the Alpharetta Titans. Okay, mm-hmm. and so like my dad and a couple of my co- or a couple of my friends' dads coached that team. So I I played on that when I was like like really young, and then I think thirteen U. Was when I switched, like the coaches switched, and then I played for. Um, it was it was the same team, but there were new coaches. Mm-hmm. I played on that team. It was still the Alpharetta Titans, and then the next year, which was I think fifteen U, going into high school, we were like the Milton like feeder team. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so, okay. Our, so our coach basically got with like the Milton coach at the time, who was uh, Joey Ray. And like we played some games at Milton and stuff, just kind of like we had like a little bit of connection with like the Milton coaches just to kind of have like a little transition and stuff. But that's kind of what happened there. And then after that, I played on Team D Marini. Um, and I mean, honestly, like I didn't really like that team that much. Like the guys on the team were cool, but like our coach, like we had one coach, um, and he wasn't like there all the time. It was just kind of, it was kind of interesting. Um, yeah. We was kind of like on our own. And then the year after that, I played for the Bombers. And that was, I mean, that was a pretty good year. And then I went to the Jackets for my last year, which is probably my, my so you did kind of, yeah, you kind of did bounce around. Yeah. I mean, I really wasn't on the same team for more than a year since yeah. I was like really young. So, yeah, I mean, I'm the same way. And something like I really like is we've had guys where it's, you know, they're getting recruited super young and that was kind of their thing. But I think it's super yeah. sick watching how different people will either get like, oh, I have senior year. This was kind of thing. You said like you started, when did you start really getting like your love? Um, I mean, I'd say junior year high school ball. Okay. Really, I mean, that's when it started. Like, I was sending out like all my emails and stuff then, mm-hmm. um, just like trying to like get connections with coaches and just start to yeah. like talk, the, see start what, the like, relationship. Yeah, basically, yeah. just start to see like what they're looking for, like if they even like want pictures or like mm-hmm. everything. Like that. Um, so I mean, that's when it started, and then it was the whole trying to get coaches to come out and watch you and stuff like yeah, that. Was, that's complicated, especially when yeah. like my. Okay. Oh, I don't know. I don't know where I, he must have lost connection, but he'll be back. But basically, 
junior year. I mean, it's 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 tough because like I for junior year on varsity, I started the year off as a starter, mm-hmm. and then one of our guys came back from injury, and uh, he took my spot as starter. Like right when he got healthy again, so then okay. I can't the reliever. So then I'm trying to like email coaches, trying to tell them when I'm coming, where like when I'm pitching, and I don't yeah. even know when I'm pitching. So like, yeah, that was it's tough. It, it's tough. Games would get games would get rained out. And it was just it's a it's a complicated process, especially like I mean, I guess yeah. it's like a position player, like if you like are starting, like you at least like know you're mm-hmm. playing, but like yeah, just the scenario of the games and like my coach was he was like, all right, you're probably going to pitch here, like if this happens, but it was never like a guarantee or anything. Mm-hmm. But it, I feel but, like no. it's it's important to. Uh, especially if you have a good relationship with your high school or travel ball coach, you talk to them, mm-hmm. let them know like, Hey, they're coming th- like either this game or this game. What should I tell them? What do you think in wet or like yeah. if they come this day, can you let me get in an inning or something like that? And I think some coaches, high school ball, it's more difficult because obviously you have less time and I think it means more than travel ball tournaments. Uh, where travel ball tournaments, I feel like the coaches will put you in, let the school see you. But I think it's good to have that good relationship and communicate it with your coach. It helps a lot. Yeah, for sure. And what were the kind of first few schools that like started looking at you? Um, man. So, I mean, it was, it basically started off like I was sending emails just to like some smaller, um, I guess like small D one and then just like some D two D three schools just trying to get like some looks. Yeah. And then like just to kind of see like what was out there and just kinda of, like explore like all the options that are available. Right. Um I mean my high school coach helped me too, like just like kinda of getting in touch with schools and like if they would like contact him, like he'd let me know and stuff. Like me and me and my high school coach had a pretty good connection too, which That's was which right. was really yeah. helpful. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean it was just <laughs> it wasn't really like any like I didn't like start out really emailing like big name schools or anything. It was just mm-hmm. kind of like I would like email mostly the smaller schools and talk with them more and like I would shoot like an email to Auburn and just like see if they would respond or anything. Yeah. So and then yeah. uh when did you get into contact with Furman? So my freshman year of high school. So like I played on the freshman team but I would I went on like the varsity trip. Like for mm-hmm. Milton, we would always go on a like a trip every year, and so we went basically around. We went, I think we went up like through South Carolina and then around to like Auburn. Like basically, like a big move. And uh, yeah, so we we get to Furman for like one day, and we basically like looked at the facilities and everything, and talked with the coaches, and. I mean, that was like the first time I saw the school. I mean, like yeah. the campus is like, really pretty. It's like it's it's like definitely like a southern campus. Mm-hmm. And I like I went home and I like told my parents and I was like, I really just like I love like we went to Auburn and I was like I loved like Auburn's campus and everything was like super cool. And I was like, yeah. Furman campus was like I was like I just didn't like it like baseball field nothing like I was like I didn't like it. So then, like a couple years later, I'm it's my junior year, so I guess two years later. Um, I am. We're playing an away game at West Riverside, and my one of my teammates he was trying to get a walk on spot at Furman, mm-hmm. and so the pitching coach or the recruiting coach I don't know which coach it was he was at the game watching, and um, <coughs> he basically the guy on my team that was trying to get the walk on spot was pitching. And he ended up not being able to finish the inning. So he got two outs and then he got bases loaded. So he got pulled. And then I went in for one pitch and I threw one pitch. I think it was 91. It's like 28 degrees outside. And then they just got like a, a pop out to center field. So I was like, all right, like one pitch I got out of the inning. Like we're still yeah. up. And then I go out the next inning and basically threw like a, like a pretty good inning. And that was the seventh. And then like the game was over. And then, like, literally, like right after the game was over, my my assistant coach for Milton looked at me and he was like, "Hey, like Furman's like Furman's here. He's like they're really interested in you. He's like we're probably going to give you a call tonight." And I was like, mm-hmm. "I was like, this is crazy. Like I've never even talked to this school before." 
It's weird how that happens. I mean, it's like by chance. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's crazy. It just came like completely came out of nowhere. So then like mm-hmm. I get home after the bus ride back to school. Like I change, I go home, I eat dinner and everything. And then like I get a phone call. And basically, like, the coach calls me. He's like, hey, man, like, we really like you. Like, I like what I saw today. He's like, we want to get you down here on campus and give you an offer. And I was like, I was like, you literally just, like, saw me pitch once. I was like, this is crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy how it happened that quick. Yeah. That's no, it was, it, was, it was crazy. I mean, that's, that, was my, that was my first and only offer. So, I mean, wow. I, I went to campus with my dad. And mm-hmm. we looked around and everything. And the coach gave us a tour around. And, I mean... The camp, the campus is awesome. The coaches were awesome. Um, I like, well, voice crack. I liked it. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I, they basically just gave me the offer and then they gave me a, the timeline and everything. Um, so that was during, I'll say probably February or March is when that all happened. Mm-hmm. And that happened, that happened quick, huh? I mean, in the yeah, middle of it was, Yeah, yeah. And I mean, basically, I guess this is like one thing with recruiting. A lot of times, like, because like they gave me the offer and they were like, look, like we want an answer in two weeks. And I was like, I was like, it's the middle of the high school season. Like I'm talking to all these other schools. I was like, like, can I like a couple months? I mean, basically what happened is I extended that through um, all the way through my summer. Like with the general thing. Yeah. Um, just kind of looking at that and then like nothing ended up happening. So I basically just committed there. Okay. Oh, so like kind of a last resort thing. Not, I mean, not necessarily like I liked it and it was, it was one of my top schools at the time, but I was just kind of just trying to play everything through, um, just to see if anything else would happen or pop up. Right. And then can you, Give a little. I, I know what you're going to ask, Robbie. I know what you're going to ask. You're going to ask about the program getting cut, but I want you to ask, I talk about like your experience there kind of first. So what was that well, like? That's what I was going to ask. So you know you're lying. I swear. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean everything was like the experience there was nice. the The campus is definitely beautiful. The team was awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, like getting to know everybody was like really easy to do, and I feel like the transition. Um, End of the first year was pretty pretty straightforward and pretty easy. Um, That's awesome. No, you're okay. No problem. How many games did you pitch in your freshman year? Uh, three. Okay. Okay. So was that yeah, like it, how, out of how many games? Uh, sixteen or seventeen. I threw like one or. Ah, man, how many innings did I throw? I threw two and two thirds innings, I think. Okay, and how did they go? It was, it was interesting. So, like, my I had a really good fall, mm-hmm. and then I just I kind of got in my head a little bit before mm-hmm. like, the season started. Yeah. So i I went out for a start against USC Upstate, and then that was <laughs> it was horrible. It was just awful. Dang. I gave up. I think I gave up like a three-run home run. I gave up. I gave up six runs and didn't get out. No. Oh god. <laughs> then, so for people listening at home, how do you kind of get out of your head in times like this? I mean, yeah. I mean, so basically, I mean, I took that game, and I mean, I was like, all right, whatever. Like this game doesn't matter at all. Yeah. Like I'm not even gonna like, remember everything that even happened in the year. So like, I was like, all right, it's whatever. But I mean, just like keeping, I don't know. I mean, it was, my thing was like, I had to realize that like, I really wasn't doing anything wrong. Mm -hmm. It was just, I was trying to fix things that were not like broken. It's, it's all up here. Yeah. Yeah. So like now, like, I mean, my arm now feels better than it's ever felt. That's great. I didn't, I didn't change anything or do anything different. Mm -hmm. Like, just like working out and just still just throwing, just getting, yeah. I mean, just being, being comfortable is just the biggest thing. If you're yeah. comfortable, you're going to be in your head about anything. Relax. Did you start, did you, were you training this off season kind of after your season got canceled, like immediately or what was it kind of, what'd you do then? 
No, I mean, my, so like I had like summer ball and everything set up mm-hmm. uh, to play. Like I didn't, I didn't plan on playing initially, but I was like, I was hoping to just pitch enough so I wouldn't have to play so I could take the summer to basically just uh, work out and just like stay in shape and everything and get stronger. Yep. Um, so like I initially I came home and I basically didn't touch a baseball for a while. Um, I was just trying to give my arm a little bit of rest. Like I did, yeah. I did more throwing in that couple months at school than I did like the entire every other year of my baseball career. Yeah, so, of course. But um, so I basically I signed up for the Alfred Aviators, which is to play at uh, the American Legion. Park, sick, right by sick field, by the way. It's a pretty what? sick. It's a sick. Oh yeah, field. yeah. So I signed up for that and. um Basically, just waiting for that to start. And then, like, while I was, like, taking some time off, like, thinking, like, all right, I'm just going to, like, get ready for school and everything. Like, mm-hmm. this is like, nothing huge or whatever. Like, I'm just going to go out and, like, play some games for summer. And then the season got canceled, which I'm sure we'll, we'll get into more in a little bit. Yeah. And then, basically, uh, I started – I turned things back on and just started throwing a long tossing. And I got into – a the season we had like a couple practices and a couple scrimmages and then okay. my arm my arm got to where i needed it to be and then our summer season got canceled so we basically played uh like some sandlot games like our team stayed together and another team stayed together so we just played them twice a week. okay that's awesome like, we had, that is, yeah, that is awesome. yeah we had a home together it was solid but which team was together? what was the other team um, it was like a combination of like the Buckhead team. Uh, I think they they stayed as like the Gainesville. I say the Gainesville. I don't know the Gainesville something. Mm-hmm. Okay, it, but you just ended up scrimmaging them twice a week and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. So we played them up by uh, Chesapeake High School, up at like the top of Lake Lanier. That's okay. sick, though. You guys got, like, action stuff field and everything, and you just got to play a bunch of games. Yeah, no, it was cool. And I mean, like, everybody got their, like, for pitchers, like, I got all my innings in and everything. Like, mm-hmm. I pitched every game, one or two innings a game. I mean, okay. we only had, like, four pitchers, so we just throw everybody every game. Yeah. Okay. And then, and then, what were you saying? I was going to no. say, uh, or, Dylan. I got nothing. Wait. Oh, okay. I, I was just going to say, why don't you tell us about, uh, like, basically the Furman season getting canceled and then running through how the program getting shut down and all that stuff. Yeah, so, I mean, it was it was uh, really out of nowhere. That's way to describe it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, basically, I mean, we would have we would have calls, like, after we got set, sent home from school. Mm-hmm. Uh, like we would have calls with our coaches and team and everybody like every other Friday, like just to get ready for the next year. Cause I mean, yeah. we got, we got home while we got sent home during our spring break while we were waiting for college of Charleston to come in for our, for our weekend series. Uh, so that's when we got sent home. So then basically we were just trying to like stay in touch with everybody to get yeah. ready for like what we were going to do when we started training and everything again. And yeah. basically got to, April, I want to say. And then our coach was like, all right, like, we're not going to have any more meetings or anything. And we were like, okay. And then, like, we all woke up to a text from him saying we have a mandatory meeting with the athletic director. So we were like, all right, this is kind of weird. First of all, you you hate that athletic director, right? No, I mean, he was was cool. The old athletic director got, I don't know if he, like, just, like, stepped down, but he... He left, and our new athletic director is from. He's the athletic director from Villanova. So I mean, he's done okay. some good things. But didn't um, you tell me he like hates sports or something like that? That was the president. The president wasn't very fond of on sports. Um, like she would never come to the like any of like the athletic meetings or anything, which was mm-hmm. which was like kind of like. Like she never, she would never say anything, but like everybody would always kind of be like, it doesn't seem like she likes sports very much. It was kind of, it was just kind of interesting the way she handled things. That's frustrating. Um, 
So like you just found out on the Zoom meeting and kind of like what was your immediate reaction? Yeah. So I mean, literally like we get on the Zoom call and our athletic director looks at us and he's like, all right, like the season's getting like, uh, like no more funding for like baseball. And we were like, all right, this is like, like, what are we going to do now? Yeah. So like everybody's kind of like, everybody's face was like the same. Like we like didn't know what to do. We we're just mm-hmm. like, all right, so like, like we're all going to have to like go somewhere else. Yeah. Like a new, a new team, a new program and everything. So like we tried to raise money and everything and we raised, we raised money and our president said no. Like, oh really? Yeah, she said no. Like we had enough money to keep going, and she she shut it down. And you raised over uh, like two million dollars, right? Like that's Bowling Green only raised like a million and a half, and they got their program back within two weeks. I mean, oh no, yeah, it was uh, kind of crazy because I mean, I mean, yeah. the big thing that everybody wanted was like a transition period, mm-hmm. right? Basically, just uh, like at the time it happened, like we had just like a couple weeks to make a decision and find somewhere to go. Yeah, it's not a lot of time. Yeah, emissions closed, like school started and everything. Like, just not a lot of time. And coaches are like finishing their recruiting, like their their finisher, their rosters. Yeah, I mean that's insane. So you want to kind of talk about how you like you're kind of re re go at the recruiting process and how you ended up at state. Yeah, so I mean, basically, it was it's kind of it was kind of tricky because I mean, you have all the seniors getting a red shirt. Yeah. So seniors at everywhere are staying. You have rosters expanding at every school. You got like mm-hmm. schools with 50 plus guys that normally wouldn't have that many. So, I mean, it's just yeah. like, it was kind of weird. So, I mean, basically, uh, we basically just got put in like the transfer portal where everybody that's transferring goes. But I mean, the biggest, the biggest thing for me was Twitter. I saw, I saw that video. And like you posted your high school outing and then like a bullpen or something. Uh huh. Yeah, it was it was weird because like I got like used Twitter before, but I never like realized how fast things can get spread around on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. I I just started using it like three weeks ago, and you yeah. helped me. With it. It's pretty mm-hmm. sick. I mean, yeah, because I mean, like so it was that pretty, video. Yeah, like I posted I posted my first video on Twitter, and within a couple hours, I had like. 15,000 views and I was like what's wow. going on I was like, crazy just like everybody's just like retweeting it like trying to help which I mean it's nice because I mean like everybody in like the baseball community is going to like when they see it they're yeah. like obviously no one wants their program to just completely get cut right so, I mean you yeah, can everybody kind of help out yeah yeah so I'm just posting my videos on Twitter I have a lot of schools just like commenting on them and like DMing me and stuff just trying mm-hmm. to see what I'm trying um, so that's basically where I was going with the recruiting. And then one day I got a phone call, either a phone call or a text from, uh, the Georgia, I think it was a text. He texted the Georgia state pitching coach texted me. And, uh, I mean, it was interesting. Like I, I got in touch with like my high school coaches and everybody trying to see if like they could reach out to any schools. Mm-hmm. But then just like out of nowhere, like Georgia state, the pitching coach gets in touch with me. And he heard about me from a like an MLB area scout that had really? seen me. Yeah, so that was kind of it was like it was crazy because like he didn't even like see me see my stuff on Twitter initially. Yeah, like the guy told him about me, and then he like went on Twitter and watched my video. So then we basically got in, into contact like through that, which was kind of cool. And then, and then we started talking, and he this was the day after our program got cut. So I mean, it wow. was it was fast, yeah. That yeah, was, yeah. yeah. that yeah. was really fast. I mean, that was, um, what were some? Did you have a lot of other D ones kind of get in contact with you? I'm assuming a bunch of these small schools are like, oh, D one program gets cut, like well, we're going to jump on him and see if like hopefully he'll come here. But yeah, it was like so. I had I had a couple D one schools, a couple D two schools, mm-hmm. and then I really was looking to go JUCO. Yeah, just yeah. I mean, like, there's nothing wrong with JUCO at all. Like, we have yeah. some guys from Berman that are going JUCO. Mm-hmm. But That's since cool. I had six other looks and I kind of wanted to stay at, like, a four-year four year program. Yeah. Um, That's that just, like, what I wanted to do. So, I basically, like, I got a ton of JUCOs got in touch with me. And I basically just had to tell them, like, I really wasn't interested. Mm-hmm. And then, like, 
D three that got in touch with me were mostly like super northern schools. Okay. I wasn't really, I wasn't trying to. Not like, trying to go there. Yeah, yeah, trying to go far. And I got, I had a couple D two schools um, around like Georgia, North Carolina area, South Carolina, mm-hmm. um, like so, like up on like the East Coast that got in touch with me, and I got like an offer from like Young Harris. Um, um, those are those are the two D2s that I can remember. Um, yeah. I what, pers- what, what persuaded you to go to uh, to state? It was just it was different because I mean, like for my D, it's like my for like D2, the other school I was considering is Young Harris because they have like a really good baseball mm-hmm. program. Yeah, they're legit. Uh, I have a few buddies going there this year yeah. that are yeah. Yeah. So then, I mean, basically, it was just like Georgia State was just so different. Like with it being like so much bigger, the competition's a lot better. Mm-hmm. Like being a being a Power Five school, um, just like I mean, like our conference is like Coastal Carolina, who won the College World Series. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you have like Southern and like it's yeah. the it's a stat conference, right? Yeah, it's, it's legit. Um, mm-hmm. So I mean, that was that was something I was really like interested in. Yeah, and then just the way that, like the, the state coaches are all new. Like last year was their first year. Okay, and right. And I don't know how much. Oh, sorry, what were you saying? I was saying like they came from uh, Georgia. Some of them came from Georgia Gwinnett, and they just like their history over there is great. They they flipped everything around pretty fast this, this right. past year. Yeah. So what I was gonna like, say was that like Strongdall, is that his name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, like he's just ridiculous at like changing programs around. Like I don't know if you know this, but he went to Georgia College like four, maybe like six years ago or something, and you know they were horrible. And then he made them like ridiculous, like for a D two. And then I know he went to Georgia Gwinnett, and they were like whatever. And then he's making them average forty seven wins a year. Like two years ago, they were fifty and twelve. Like that's insane. And with wow. the new clubhouse, the new clubhouse and the new field at State, it probably could. uh be a contributing factor for sure. Yeah, that was definitely persuading. I mean, I mean, the thing is, is like once they get, I mean, they have the plants for like the new field. I'm sure y'all mm-hmm. have seen. Yeah, it's there. Uh, yeah, basically in like the parking lot where Turner Field was. So it'll be right next to the football field if they get that yeah, one yeah. in. But I mean, that basically just makes it like like a legit like top tier like field with like mm-hmm. complex and everything. Like yeah, like the facilities are awesome too. Yeah, and it's closer to campus. I mean, I know, like, the other field, it's nice, and it's, you know, looks like a pretty typical, like, solid mid-major field, right? But it's, like, 15, like 15 minutes away, I think, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's off campus. It's, like, nothing special, but... I mean, I, I personally haven't seen it in person. Yeah. Just because it was, it was closed when I went to go try to look at it. Uh, okay. And I know a lot of the pitchers, they do their work at, like, Turner Field. I mean, I know... Um, well, first of all, last year when I kind of saw at the beginning of the year, I was just kind of following them and there was this guy named Amir Garrett who transferred from like a JUCO up north. And, you uh-huh. know, I saw all the pitchers while like the other team was, you know, having their kind of schedule practice. They were doing like their throwing program, their drive line, their lifting at the field, which is pretty cool, I think. Yeah, basically. I mean, that's, I mean, that's nice too. Cause I mean, you can do. Like, there's no point in us having to drive to the field. And this, I mean, this is what the coach said, the pitching coach. He's like, Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like head coach basically just like lets me do my own thing with the pitchers he's not gonna like micro micromanage us he's gonna let us do what we okay. have to do like we'll only go to the field if we gotta do like team bunt defense or like something like that he's like we don't yeah. have to waste our driving over there if we're not if we're just gonna do pitching girls which we can do yeah. here because like the indoor facility is like big enough to throw in there and then we can literally just walk right out through the back door and we'll be in the inside Turner field on the football field and we can just okay. yeah. let us see there and stuff so we can like long toss and do all our throwing and stuff there too. Yeah. Did you go on a visit there? I so I mean I went I drove around campus with my family. Um I couldn't go in like any buildings or anything. Yeah. So I got everything was shut down. Yeah, yeah. And then basically I got on a Zoom call just like this with the the coaches at state and they just kinda walked around the facilities and everything and showed oh, okay. like that's the nice. Yeah. So I got I got a kind of a good feel for it through that. Okay. 
Um, and I think we've covered just about everything. We have a few yeah. more final questions we like to ask everybody at the end of every interview. The first one yeah. being, what's one thing you would go back a few years ago and tell your younger self? Take lifting seriously in the beginning. Cause like, it's just like, it's one thing where it's like, if you're doing it right, it's just going to be so helpful. Just to like yeah. stay on it, keep working at it, like keep stay working at it. Stay consistent with it. Yeah. It's one of those things where like, you don't see gains every single day, but over the long run, like it's just, it's just, you got to just keep doing it, keep doing yeah, it. So, for sure. So you, get to where you want to be yeah um so and what is the biggest thing that you're focusing on lifting wise mental game wise uh like pitching wise just overall what is the biggest thing you're working on for this right now and for this next season right now um i'd say right now is more like a mental approach Mm -hmm. just because i'm kind of i'm kind of taking some time off from throwing until the season starts. Oh, okay. Or I guess not until the season starts, but until like we get to school. Then we yeah, until you guys get back for fall. Well, and, yeah. you, and you threw like all your innings, you said, in summer ball, so you might have yeah. your offense. It's yeah. not like you're a hitter and you can just hit every day, you know what I mean? Like, Yeah. So basically just kind of working on how to... I mean, just like kind of knowing how to like get... Get hitters out. I mean, mm-hmm. Like sequencing yeah. and stuff like that. Sequencing pitches off one another. Like, yeah. Where I throw like a curveball, how then I can follow it up with like a high fastball. And yeah. Like, have it aim, but like the curveball drops off and the fastball stays of on course. the same path. That, that same yeah. arm angle, kind of yeah. things like that. Right. Yeah. Okay. And then, I mean, lifting perspective, I think like the biggest thing is just overall strength and endurance. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Do you hit as a pitcher? I I assume you're still hitting a lot of lower body. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's our our workouts at Furman were were crazy. Oh, like I bet. Yeah. It's nothing to talk about. It's uh, it's tough. The workouts are tough for baseball yeah, and school. For sure. For sure. You don't have to answer Every, this. Who has nicer facilities, uh, Furman or State? Um, I definitely say State. Just because they're like, I mean, it's it's literally the Turner Field facilities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like nothing, nothing about nothing about the actual facilities have changed. Right. Yeah. They have like the same locker room, like the same, um, like indoor hitting facilities, mm-hmm. pitching lanes, and everything. Like it's the weight room is in there. It's 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 crazy. The weight room, yeah. the weight room is nuts. I mean, yeah, yeah. So sick. And so, you just paint, and they they just paint it over and make it look relatively new. And, you know, uh-huh. these baseball weight rooms are not getting, like, abused by, like, at Turner Field, you're like, sure, there was a weight room there, but it's not like a whole college program was using it beforehand, so it was fairly, like, nice and new, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we don't we don't have to share it with everybody either. Mm-hmm. That's great. I think we are share there, it. Do you have other facilities for, like, all the other sports? Yeah. So, I think we, we share our weight room with softball and one other sport. I think it's probably football. I don't know. I don't even know if it's football. I think football might have their own, but it it, it might mm-hmm. be football. But um, I mean, it's it's huge. It's it's huge. Like there's yeah, got like yeah. thirty racks and everything. I mean, it's really yeah, that's minutes. nice. Uh, like turf area, and just I mean, there's there's everything in there. They got TV in there. Yeah, pretty yeah. nice. Um, pretty nice. A couple more questions. What's kind of the best thing you do on a field? What do you mean, like? Like, like what's yeah, like, sure like sure you pitch but is there like any attributes that you would say like you really stand out and like you could like, you, you could brag all you like what do you think is your best I, thing? I mean my thing so in high school like my confidence just got like that was one of the big things I was riding on because I mean especially as a pitcher like you can't not be confident in your stuff beating the hitter it's like you just gotta I mean I mean and there's a difference in being confident and being cocky. For sure. Mm-hmm. Of course. Like, if you, like being up on the mound and just like knowing that your stuff can get anybody that you face out. And then like, especially like, I mean, this was, this was one thing. Like I, I did this all the time and I just thought it was like funny. Like when, 
like you'd hear like other teams like yelling stuff at me like on the mound and then like I'd strike a dude out and I would literally just stand on the mound and just watch him walk literally from the <laughs> box into the dugout and, like once he would sit down then I would pitch the next guy will you uh, will you, will you talk trash at all are you kind of like I, I can from, tell my, when I met you and now like, you're not like the loudest I mean you're kind of just more no, not really. yeah I mean like on the on the field like I'm not like I'm not loud like I'll do I'll mm-hmm. do stuff like that I'll, I'll watch a kid walk his way back to the dugout after I strike him out. Just like that's, let him know. That's, that's interesting. That's, I don't know. I, I don't I like think that. I've seen something like that. I do like I that. Wanna, though. Yeah. I want to pitch right now, like just to do that. Like, that's no, it's, 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 I mean, and I mean, you always got to back it up too. I mean, there's been times where I've watched, I've watched a dude walk back to the dugout and then give up a hit to the next guy. It just happens. Yeah, of course. I mean, yeah. I mean, just, just doing stuff like that and just like, you, I mean, you just you just have to be confident. And just mm-hmm. like show yourself. Like you, you don't want the batters to be comfortable. Yeah, of course. Like I'll be like there'll be times where I'll be I'll be on the mound and I'll literally stare the batter in the eyes before I get my sign. Like I'll just I'll just look at him and then just, I'll get my sign and then like it's just just stuff yeah, like that. A, a lot of a lot of people say like never look the pitcher in the eyes. Yeah, I mean, I I look at the batter all the time. I'll look him. Like yeah. dead eyes just for like ten seconds, and then I'll get my sign, and then I'll pitch, and then maybe I'll strike him out, watch him walk back to the dugout, throw yeah. a hit, or something. But have you ever intentionally yeah. hit a guy? No, no, not uh, yet. Not, never, not, got, not, never got one of these, and just gave him like ninety It's Not on, not on like actual purpose, like that. Yeah, yeah. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's a whole thing. I think anytime you just somebody pits a home run, it's straight to the Reds next time. <laughs> this is why I don't pitch. This is exactly why I don't pitch. Yeah, I'd rather I'd rather a dude's talking trash instead of just hitting him up and strike him out and getting out. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Then give him give him a little shimmy. Give him a little wa- yeah. watch him walk back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so what's your First, what's your pitching repertoire? Like, what pitches do you throw, and what is your best pitch? Man, all right. So I throw fastball, changeup, and curveball, and I don't, I don't know. I mean, my so this summer my curveball was just like it was, it was working really well. Yeah. So I mean, that's probably like it's between my curveball and my changeup for my best pitch. I mean, really? and, you and your fastball's up to ninety five, isn't it? No, it's it's been up to ninety three. I'm trying to get what my velo was for this summer, but I'm pretty okay. sure I, I was higher than that at one point. Okay. You sent me, me a ridiculous curveball that I'm gonna post on the podcast Instagram page. And it was just like started from here and ended up like on the ground. The kid looks yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was that was funny. Nice. Nice. It was actually I was pitching against one of my throwing buddies in that video. That's pretty. That's pretty fun. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's between it's between one of those because like when my my changeup is usually one of those pitches where it's like almost always on. Mm. It's just like it's got it's got good depth and good like run to a right like inside. Okay. Like, yeah, like, like it right. comes back arm side. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, it's, those are those are nasty. Those changeups. Like, I'll throw it. I'll throw it. Start it down the middle of the lefties, but also start it down the middle of the righties and just get them mm-hmm. to yeah. swing over. And it just it kind of depends, yeah. but I guess like at this moment right now, I'd say my curveball is better. And like when when you pitched to us, you weren't like throwing your hardest. You were like 87, 88. But what I noticed yeah. is your spin rate is like crazy high. Like we yes. see it fall down. Yes, you, and you're. I'm think I'm thinking fall in the dirt, right? But it'll just down. Your ball like sticks. It just like, stays just right. Stay. It stays up the whole time. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean that's that's a good thing. Like just for perception. sure. For I mean, this sure. is like something my dad always tells me. He's like, he's like, your motion just like never looks like you're throwing hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you look effortless. Yeah, you yeah. look effortless. Yeah. And then, like, I guess, like, I like a, I, I'd say like a little bit of a bigger stride than most people. And since I'm like a little bit taller, like the ball comes out closer to home. Yeah. So it's like perceived a little bit faster. It's just, mm-hmm. I don't know. You know, and even if. You know, Rami and I saw some guys like when I was playing up the summer. Like maybe we saw a guy that was like eighty six, eighty seven, or we saw like eighty nine, ninety. Or I wasn't in the game when it was like ninety three. But mm-hmm. yeah. 
I, I think at this age, you know, when they're less developed, they might have the arm strength, but they don't have the strides to get the ball out in front or like crazy spin rate. Yeah. But it still will look flat. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's, and that's like, like one of the big things that I worked on this summer was just like the repetition leading back mm-hmm. into like my mechanics and just staying like, just staying the same with everything, like making yeah. sure I'm on top of the ball and not like, like pulling off the ball and leaving it like up and into a righty. Mm-hmm. I mean, just because I mean, like when you keep everything fluid and keep everything like in line, like that's when you start hitting your spots. And like the biggest yeah. change from high school to college is just like the amount of off speed pitches that you got to throw. Yeah, so, of course. You got to be able to command it. There was that um, bad where I would really throw like right. one fastball. Just yeah. 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 Rami, you want to ask the last question? For sure. So, what is your absolute favorite thing about baseball? What do you love the most? It's a tough question. Honestly, it's, it's really just like, like my, I, I kind of thought about this the other day. It's just, it's literally just the feeling of being on the mound and just like mm-hmm. performing to like what I'm capable of doing. And just like having like that feeling of like, all right, like this is like, it's just fun. It's so fun. Yeah. yeah. Just like going out there and just like just like playing baseball and like doing like the thing that I love to do. You forget about everything else. It yeah, just, honestly. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. It's just my favorite part. It's like there's nothing like specific about it. It's just like mm-hmm. the feeling like going like getting to play and like compete against other people who are For sure. trying Trying to do something like they're trying to get a hit. I'm trying to strike them out. Like right. Like my mind goes blank. I feel like when I'm in the bat, yeah, I can't remember. Like I'll watch a video. I'm like, yeah, that happened. But the only thing that I'll remember is you know post contact. Oh, the ball went here and I ran here. Like when you're in the batter's box, I just love how it's like zoning in and you just go into like a whole other world, which I think is so zoned in. It's 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 crazy. I love how like. I don't know. I thought about this a lot, but like you step on the field, everything else melts away. Like you don't think about this. Like I got to do this tomorrow. Oh, I have to do this homework or this for, for my family. Like everything else melts away. And it's like, we're playing baseball. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just the best. Everything, everything. Like, it's, it's just crazy. Like y'all have something on your mind. Like the second you get out there, it's just gone. Gone. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, I think, uh, um, yeah. Thank think, you for coming on. Really appreciate it. You want to plug, plug, plug your Instagram? Yeah. Plug your Instagram real quick. Plug, yeah, plug your Insta. Uh, like, what's your app? What, I think it's, I think it's Dylan Matella 21. Okay. All right. We'll, we will we'll tag check you. that, put it in the description, but we appreciate right. you coming on. Rami and you look so gassed from the beach, but we appreciate <laughs> it. Um, Thank you, man. Yeah, hit him up on social media, and uh, we'll see you next episode. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. Bye.